Hey, welcome to the Purpose Driven Life podcast. I'm your host, Pierce. I have been on an entrepreneurial journey for over five years now, and I want to share what it's been like. A lot of my journey included filtering myself, being put in a box, and caring way too much about how I was perceived and what people thought about me. That part of my journey is over, so get ready for me to share my story, thoughts, feelings completely unfiltered, but I will also be covering topics like lifestyle, mindset, and empowerment because I am not putting myself into a box. So let's get into it. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of the Purpose Driven Life podcast. I'm your host Pierce and I want to talk about all things social media today. I want to go through my up and down relationship that I've had with social media in general and just my thoughts in general about social media and like the good, the bad, you know, and everything in between because it is such a big part of our lives today and I feel very grateful that I was one of like the last generations to like grow up without social media. Like I didn't get my first cell phone until high school and I just feel very grateful that I don't have to grow up with social media because yeah, like thinking about that gives me major anxiety and terrifies me. But anyway, so my overarching thoughts about social media, as I said, I have had a very up and down relationship with it. I have definitely struggled in the past with being authentic on my social media platforms. And I know that I've mentioned that in the past and I'll talk about it a bit later when I go into more detail about my relationship with social media and how it's changed and it's so important to have boundaries in terms of social media. When I'm recording this, I actually have deleted Instagram and TikTok off my phone and it's day four of me deleting it and I do, to be perfectly honest, I do have Instagram on my phone still, so technically I haven't really deleted it, but it's like off my home screen and I don't feel tempted at all to check it. Like I'll go on quickly just to see if I haven't missed any important DMs or anything like that, but it was really important for me to do this because I really wanted to spend at least a week off of Instagram and TikTok and just focus on creating content and focusing on figuring out what I want to do for my digital products without being influenced by like the creators that I follow. And so I'm really proud of myself for doing this and I really recommend you guys do it. The only um, social media that I still have on my phone is Twitter. And I'm obviously on that a lot, but I do still have a time limit set in screen time and I'm trying not to be on it for more than 30 minutes a day. 
So I'm really curious to see what my screen time will be like next week for this week because I feel like it'll go down so much. But anyway, so how my relationship has changed with social media, it's definitely gone through different phases. I went through a phase where I compared myself a lot, thought I could only follow other entrepreneurs and have a completely, quote, business profile. And that's a big reason why I felt the need to have a personal page for a long time and felt I felt like I couldn't or shouldn't share things about myself. And now I have a pretty healthy relationship with it where I have a lot of fun making and consuming content without comparing myself in an unhealthy way. But it's definitely something like the boundaries is something that I'm still like working on. And that's why I'm really proud of myself for deleting Instagram and TikTok off my phone. Um, Twitter is my favorite platform. I had to start with Twitter. I literally have met like five of my best friends on it and I love it because it's solely for fun where I can just fangirl about Taylor, connect with people and just like have fun basically. And that's not to say Instagram and TikTok aren't fun, but Twitter is such a different space for me because I don't feel the pressure that I sometimes feel when like I'm creating content for my um like when I was creating content for my coaching business and stuff like that um it's just solely for just having fun and like just hanging out <laughs> um okay so Let's get into Instagram. Um, so as I've mentioned in the past, I, um, for a long time, I, last year, I had a really unhealthy relationship with Instagram because as I just mentioned, I felt like I had to have a solely business profile and I couldn't talk about personal things and share my thoughts and beliefs and values outside of business. And that was really harmful. And as a side note, I'm doing Abigail Pugh's digital product bootcamp right now. And she briefly touched on this in her Q&A last week. But she was like, um, and she was talking about how like people follow you and that's what I've been saying for months now is that like people want to follow you they want to know who you are and they can't tell that from solely business content and another side note that I want to share from Abigail that just like blew my mind was that she was talking about niche and she was like because in the course that really created a harmful relationship with social media for me was they they had you like create a very specific niche like women in their 20s who are going through this and this or whatever as an example and what she shared was your niche should be the problem that you solve 
instead of who you're solving it for. And I know that this is kind of off topic, but I did want to share that because I feel like that's going to help me a lot when I come back and um, to Instagram and TikTok, which might actually be two weeks from now, but at least a week. I'm going to see how I feel. But anyway, so it like I know that it's going to help me a lot in terms of the content that I'm sharing because I'm not going to feel that pressure that I felt for the majority of last year where I was like, oh, I need to talk to this very specific niche group of people. Whereas now I'm going to be like, okay, this is the problem that I want to solve for people. I don't care their age or their sex or whatever. So um, it was really hard for me to post about personal stuff for the majority of last year and I felt very self-conscious about posting about politics which is a topic I'm very passionate about and it made me shut down a bit and at this time I had a really unhealthy relationship with social media as I keep um, saying and I felt an immense pressure to do what these coaches were telling me who ran this course. I had created this story in my head that I had to follow their teachings, tips, and lessons completely to a T, even though they never said that you have to like follow everything they teach you. But I also felt like it was a really rigid learning environment because in their Facebook group, for example, you had to follow directions and get your post approved, which looking back is something I would never want to be in again like I don't want to have to like tailor my post to be like perfect to their um, their expectations like people learn in different ways and I feel like it's important to like have the people that you're coaching be able to like not feel pressured and like have to make your their posts perfect and I like hearing myself talk about this course it like It might seem that I'm like bashing it and I want to make it clear that that might be how some people learn and they loved it. Like I know that it's a super successful course, like the two coaches built like a six-figure business in less than a year. Like it's absolutely amazing, but being in that course made me realize that like these aren't the people that I want to learn from and thankfully I have found two people now who I really trust and I really see their um, the value in their teachings and I really resonate with how they teach and what they talk about. So yeah, that's Instagram. And TikTok, I actually don't really have that much to say about this platform because I only went through like a week time period where I was on it a lot, which I know is different from a lot of you because I know that a lot of my friends get sucked into the TikTok rabbit hole where they're like scrolling for hours. And I don't know what it is, but I've never, like maybe the longest time I've scrolled TikTok is maybe like half an hour. Um, And yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but I think it's just because I would rather be on like Instagram 
and TikTok. Um, the fact that you can do like stories on Instagram. I know you can do stories on TikTok, but I don't really see the point in them on TikTok. Um, and I just feel like it's so much easier to connect with people because you can DM and in tic on TikTok, you can't really message people. Um, but yeah, so I have a really good relationship with TikTok. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of like a blurb about each platform. Um, something I did also want to talk about was, you know, I follow these like aesthetic creators like Kaylee Stewart, Alana Bloomberg, um, Trinity, um, Trinity. Here, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but I love their like aesthetic reels and TikToks. But I something that I did realize was I do sometimes feel a bit of pressure with that. And I become aware that I don't have the most aesthetic, quote, aesthetic apartment workout clothes, kitchen, bathroom, etc. And the lighting in our apartment isn't the best. I really need to invest in good lighting equipment as a side note. And this has sometimes caused me to second guess my posts or even sometimes my stories. And like, I'm definitely working on that. But I feel like that's a block that I have been most recently dealing with. And for a while, I actually wanted to do those like aesthetic girl reels, TikToks, posts, but I realized that most of my favorite creators don't have that vibe and it's way more realistic and relatable in that way. I still love to interact with those posts and look at them, but I will just obsessively look and not participate myself um, because... I feel like the aesthetic content is like great to watch and it's very satisfying, but like I'm also very aware that people like they might love those posts, but truthfully like that's probably not the the environment that the majority of us have in terms of like a really aesthetic bathroom and great lighting and stuff and I like seeing like content that's real and I can like put myself in that like in that environment I guess um but yeah so that's something that I've been currently working through I'm a lot better and I'm not on Instagram or TikTok right now so I'm not even thinking about that but yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts about the like aesthetic TikToks because and reels because they've like been blowing up like the reels and TikToks where they're doing like a morning routine and all their products like suddenly appear and I'm like that just looks like so much work. I would just rather not do that. <laughs> If you can relate to that, let me know. Send me a message um, on Instagram or send me an email. You can find it on my Instagram since I'm not really on Instagram right now, but I am checking DMs. 
So message me if you can relate and I'd love to know your thoughts on this whole trend. And I'd also love for you guys to share with me what your relationship with social media is. Um, Most of my friends, they rarely post on social media, um, which is a really good balance for me where like I'm someone who posts every day and then my friends like post every like few months or whatever. Um, And I'd love to know where you guys fall in that range. And do you compare yourself a lot on social media? Um, Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit. Like, yeah, I've mostly felt that on Instagram and I've definitely gotten a lot better in terms of my mindset in like comparing myself and not comparing myself um, because I feel like this was really prevalent when I was doing my network marketing business and my mindset coaching business. I felt like I was always comparing myself to other coaches or other people who did Arbon, um, which is the company that I was partnered with in network marketing. And I feel like I think it made me focus more on like the end results and made me think like not really care about the small steps towards the goals that I was achieving um, or working on achieving because and I feel like maybe some of you can relate to this where you know you have a goal and if you don't hit it you're like oh well that was not worth it like I didn't hit the goal but it's like okay but you clearly became like working towards this goal you you did achieve something you did improve your life in some way and you did take action and you did um like improve you I'm trying to like formulate my words <laughs> Um, but I remember Keisha Getmary sharing this on, um, a past podcast episode and I loved it so much. She was like, you can, you can set these huge goals and then beat yourself up over not achieving them. But what about the person you become in pursuit of those goals? And that's what you need to focus on. Focus on the journey, not the destination. I'm sure you've heard that quote a million times. But something else she blew my mind with was she was saying you can set these big goals and you might not achieve them because you haven't become the person you need to become in order to achieve that goal. Like somehow like with a fluke you can you might pursue this goal and achieve it and then the next month you want to achieve it again but you haven't become that person to achieve that goal consistently and you know it was a fluke or you had less going on in your life in general so you had more time you had more energy or whatever but what you really need to do is focus on those small steps that lead you towards achieving that goal. And that's what really helped me 
not compare myself at um, as much as I used to because I was like, okay, well, Julia, my former coach, she's, you know, she committed a lot to achieving those goals. She's been doing it longer than me. She, um, she, like, hustled a little bit and she did all these things that I'm only learning now and I'm, I learned from her last year and so now I'm like building on that knowledge and trying to improve myself a little bit every single day and I know that the version of myself that I'm becoming is that person who will be able to achieve those goals become debt-free, you know, all these things that um, I dream of achieving. Um, So that was a little bit of a ramble with comparison. But yeah, I hope that that resonated. I hope that that made sense. That's basically all I wanted to share in terms of social media. The only other thing that I will touch on is being afraid to be seen on social media and be being afraid to be vulnerable and like share parts of yourself that you might not be super psyched about sharing um and for me that's honestly that's never been an issue because I tend to overshare and I now I have Kelsey Ballerini's Overshare song stuck in my head. <laughs> um, but like that was never an issue for me because for me, I was like, if what I'm sharing can resonate with even one person or if even one person can relate, that will make it worth it. And it's so important for me to have the followers that I have on social media know who I am um and like know me in a real raw and vulnerable way and what I would suggest for those of you who do struggle with being authentic and want um struggling with sharing something that you've wanted to share for a while but fear of being seen is holding you back I would journal about why do you think you're feeling this way what's like the worst case scenario that you can see happening after sharing something that you're scared of sharing and I urge you to think about what could this potentially do for people if I were to share this And it doesn't have to be this big thing. Like, you know, you can share that, you know, you want to start like an Etsy store or it can be something big like I want to like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a big crazy, like I want to become a digital nomad and be able to work from anywhere and or I want to pay like like. $50,000 worth of student loan debt or something like that. I think it's so important to share. I'm like not able to formulate my thoughts right now. (laughs) Um, 
what am I trying to say? And I'm not going to cut any of this out, any, um, by the way, guys. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's so important to, because of the fact that, I mean, it's less so now, but I feel like in Instagram and TikTok, it's so carefully curated, maybe not TikTok as much, but Instagram especially, like, like you only see what people want you to see, and people might be not sharing their behind the scenes, stuff that's happening um, behind closed doors or with their family. You never know what people are going through, but that's exactly why I think it's so important to be vulnerable especially on Instagram and like share yourself unfiltered like I know that it's scary but when people see you do that they'll be like oh someone I really like and especially if there's people who you know you're friends with or people might look up to you like you might think like oh no one looks up to me but I promise you people do like, no matter where you are in terms of your life stage, there are people that look up to you. And if they see you on Instagram, share that, like, vulnerably that you are $10,000 in debt and you're working on starting an Etsy store or um, a coaching business to help you pay that off faster, people will be like, oh my god that's amazing or like share yourself without any makeup like it can be so simple and you never actually know how that would impact someone or can impact someone so I really urge you to think about that I feel like I didn't really formulate my thoughts that clearly about this but um, if it resonated with you again message me on Instagram, send me an email, whatever you want to do, um, because I'd love to know what you're struggling with in terms of social media. Um, and yeah, so I think I'm going to end the episode here. I've been talking for a while. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys loved this episode. If you did, take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me and my podcast Instagram, which is Purpose Driven Life Podcast. Send me a message, send me an email, whatever you want to do. And I'd love for you guys to leave a review. The first person who leaves a review, I literally will send you a Starbucks gift card. Like, I promise you that. Like, I'd love to see my first review. I'd be so excited. And it would mean so much to me. But for all of you listening right now, I love you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. This podcast is so much fun. And I'm so excited to be back um, posting weekly episodes with um, for you. And... Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.